Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to pose a proposition to you. And that proposition is this, is that your financial well-being is directly related to your belief system. And if you're tied to a poor person's belief system, you'll end up poor. If you're tied to a middle-class belief system, you'll end up middle-class. And if you're tied to a rich person's belief system, you'll end up rich. Now, that's not to say what color you are, because I don't think race, religion, sex, nationality have anything to do with it. Because I've seen people in every one of those different various variations of those things become rich. I've also seen people from every one of those variations become poor. And we all know everybody else in all those variations that are middle class. So today what I would like to do is I'm just going to offer up these five belief systems to you that I believe differently than you do. And... The people that are following through what I'm teaching believe these same things. Some of them in totality. Some of them, they've just pick and choose the ones they want to believe and leave the others behind. But I think it's important for you to understand that if you believed all of these and then followed the principles behind them, that you would have a roadmap that has a very high degree of success. So let's start with the first one. The first one's very painful, but it's becoming very prominent right now in today's news. And that is, school is the secret to becoming rich. The higher your education, the more money you're going to make. I found that one to be a complete lie. I make millions and millions of dollars, and I don't have a college degree. I know... Tons of people that have high college degrees, sometimes even master's and doctorate degrees that don't make hardly any money. For years, I believed this, and people say, no, no. In fact, when I went to school when I was younger, if you're as old as I am, you remember, they used to have this, like, chart that if you graduate from high school, you're going to make this much more than the average person. If you graduate from a junior college, two-year college, you're going to make this much more than everybody else. If you go to four years of college, you'll make this much more than everybody else. And if you get a master's degree, you'll make this much more than everybody else. And if you get a doctorate degree, you'll make this much more. That was how they explained it to us. It was just a simple chart of where you would end up in life financially. Well, that chart is all wrong. Not because the premise behind it's wrong. The premise behind it is correct. The problem is the education should be life's education, financial information education, business education, success education. But no, social studies, music, African studies, right? 
all these different things they've got our kids studying now don't mean anything. They don't do anything to produce successful people. So I'm going to take belief number one and throw it in the trash can. Education is and has no determinant on the factor of success unless it is the specific information that you need to do what it is you're about to try to do. So in other words, if you're going to try to go into real estate as your financial way of getting ahead, you need to know a lot about real estate. You need specific information, not generalized knowledge. It won't do you that much good. All right? Now, proof that I'm right about this, you've got Joe Biden and the Democrats. By the way, Democrats are the ones that run all the colleges, run all the schools, and believe in education. But you've got the Democrats now saying, we've lied to our kids so much about how important schooling is, college is, and they've gone out and got into debt because of it. We need to forgive all their debt. Now, put those two things together, guys. Why they want to forgive all the debt? Because they know that it was spent on a useless education, and it's holding people back. The debt of going to college is holding people back. And they don't want to charge back the schools for not giving the knowledge necessary to be successful. they be taking money away from their Democratic friends called teachers and professors. So instead, they just want to forgive all the debt and let all the people who actually didn't go to school and all the people who actually paid for their own school now to pay the debt of the people who went to school and took the dumb classes that didn't do any good for them, that didn't allow them to come out of college making enough money to even pay off the debt that they paid or that they created to get into debt. All right? That's rule number one. Belief number two is that retirement is a sum of money. In fact, even before that, I'm going to move that one back to second. The first belief about retirement is retirement is an age. Somewhere along the line, it was set into our societal norm that you need to work until you're a certain age, and then you deserve to retire. Well, the reality is you don't ever deserve to retire until you do the things that make it possible to retire. But in our society, we said, no, no, if you just put in your good 60 years, we're going to give you Social Security, we're going to give you Medicare, Medicaid, and whatever, and we're going to keep you alive after you stop working. The idea behind Social Security was that people die by age 65. Every male in my family except one died by 65. So if you go on Social Security at 62, they pay for you for three years, and then boom, you're gone. So you paid in your whole life into Social Security to get three years worth of payments back. That was the idea, except now people live into 80. Now you have to have some money, and retirement becomes an amount of money. So what is the goal of a program like that? The goal is to die before you run out of money, because... Every year you stay on the pile, the pile gets smaller faster. So then there's this 401k thing. Wait, we'll help you save. We'll let you put the money into an account that doesn't get taxed until you use it. And we'll try to talk your boss into adding a little more money to that pile. That's the basic concept. It's gambling. It's not investing. It's either saving, where you're saving the money in an account and hoping you save up to something, or it's gambling. In other words, you put it in a 401k, what do they do? They put it in either savings account or they put it in some type of a stock account. If the stocks go down, your 401k goes down. 
The reality is this. Retirement is actually a point where you can replace your earned income with passive income that equal or exceeds what your cost of living is. So in other words, when you can put together enough passive income streams that they cover everything that you need to live, you're retired. All right. Now, this next one here plays into that 401k thing we were talking about, how 401k doesn't really work. And the reason is, is because it's speculation. My next belief system is that you don't have to lose money in investing. Now, most people believe markets go up and markets go down and you are at risk and that there's always the risk to gain and the risk to lose. I don't believe that. I believe you can invest in a way where you won't lose your money. Since I started investing in real estate, I've not lost money in any of my investments. Am I gambling or am I investing? If I invest, I buy something that won't go anywhere. I've never had a house run away. I've never had an apartment complex move. And I woke up and I had lost it. It was always right there. I have tenants that pay the mortgages, so I don't have to worry about paying the mortgages. But if I ever had to, I could pay a mortgage once and cover that up until I could get another tenant. But you have to know how to get tenants. You have to have the best product at the best price. And if you do business the right way, then this business always works. So rule in my life is don't lose money. Something I live by. Don't lose money. And that's the key. Don't lose money. Think about this way. You go to your stockbook and go, look, you know there's investments that make 100% return. You know there's investments that make 20% return. You know there's investments that make 2% return, 0% return, minus 2, minus 20, and minus 100. And you want to do something called diversification. You want to spread me out across all those. If I spread out across all those, the average of all of those is zero. I don't want to do that. That's speculation. I'm not going there. You can't make me do it because I won't lose money. So that's the next rule you have to learn. Don't lose money. And the belief that ties to that rule is that it's possible to invest without losing money. If you don't have that belief system, then they'll always be able to talk you into buying stuff that you can lose your money in. Remember, they have to talk you into investing in the stuff that you can lose money in. They can't just take your money and stick it there. You have to agree to it. So when they tell you about what they want you to invest in, ask, is there any possibility I could lose money? And if they say yes, say, nah, I think I'd rather be in real estate. Now keep in mind, this is buy and hold real estate. This is not buy, rehab, and flip. That's speculation also. Wholesaling, buying, rehabbing, and selling, flipping, all those kinds of real estate are not really real estate investing. They're really speculation. And they're taxed as speculation. They're taxed as earned income, not as passive real estate income, like the real estate we're doing, the income we get. Take a short break. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. 
So when I say be ready, number one, to get ready, you better join up Lifestyles Unlimited and learn all these things we're talking about. You're out there piddling and, you know, internet information and your buddy's information or your dad's information. It's not going to get you the results that we're talking about. You're going to have to be educated in what we're doing. Learn from the people that are already where you want to be. Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about the beliefs that will allow you to become financially successful compared to the beliefs that will hold you in mediocrity. Uh, the next set of beliefs that we've worked our way to is there must be cash flow in any investment I do. You must have cash flow. I've never understood investments where you would put money in and put money in and put money in and put money in and never get any money back. It just doesn't make any sense to me. How do you see a 401k helping you when you feed it every month? When does it start giving you money? How about these annuities when you feed them for 30 years and then they start paying you back? Or how about the 401 IRAs? I'm sorry. All of these investments, the stock market where you just sit in stocks and it, stock goes up and go down, piece of paper, the number changes on a piece of paper, but there's nothing to spend. Every time I buy a new investment, there's more money. And that's what allows you to know that you're retired. It allows you to live the way you want to live, to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, where you want to do it, and with whomever you want to do it with. It takes money. And that's why there's got to be cash flow. Moving on. The next belief is, was it you can't get rich slow. I know your whole life you've been told you can't get rich quick. But that's not true. I've made millions of dollars in a single transaction in a one-year period of time, two-year period of time made millions. So as I built these passive streams of income with every one of them having cash flow, eventually those assets started going up in value. And at some point, I started having capital gains. And once I saw the power of the capital gains, I started going back in and doing real estate deals that had massive capital gain potential. Whereas we could change its value in apartments, you can buy them and you can reposition them. I can take it from a class C or D property, move it up to a B or an A, and in doing so, the same building and lot can be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars more, if not millions. And once I learned how to make a million dollars in a transaction, having a million dollars meant nothing. Now think about that for a second. If you learn how to make a million dollars in a single transaction, how does having a million bucks mean much? Because all you have to do is 10 or 20 transactions and you're worth 10 or 20 million. All of a sudden, that lifelong plan of saving your entire life to get to a million is useless. Because now you realize you can have all the money you desire. Just have to do another transaction. Right? That's the way it works. 
unlimited upside potential. Now, interestingly enough, the more money you have, the larger the transactions you do. The larger the transactions you do, the more cash flow you create. The more cash flow you create, the more money you have in the bank. And the more money you have in the bank and the larger the capital gain is, the more money you have to roll into the next deal. And what happens is a snowball effect. You have compounded growth, compounded cash flow, compounded capital gains, compounded total growth. And because you keep taking this, if you do it correctly, you keep taking these excess incomes and putting them back into more transactions, your wealth becomes not only larger, but it grows faster than it did before, which leads me to a statement. I have made more money every year for the last 30 years than I made the year before. Why? Not because every business that I own did better. No, but because I bought more businesses each and every year so that the totality of all of that adds up to more. I'm still doing it today at 65 years of age. And I've told you guys my whole life, I never thought I'd live past 65 years of age. Yet here I am at 65 years of age. I'm still alive. And as I got off the bike today, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to close another deal this week. And thinking, I always thought I would be done by now. But I'm never done. And you, my friend, will never be done either if you do it the right way. Because you'll always have more money coming in than you have the need to use. Because you haven't learned how to elevate your standard of living past this large, massively large amounts of money that are coming in. And so what you do is you elevate your cost of living at a pace that is just behind the pace of your wealth growth. So your wealth still grows exponentially, but you still increase the cost of your existence. So next rule, belief system, you can't get rich slow. You got to go get the capital gains. The next belief system is it's not what you make, but rather what you keep. And what that means is, if you're being, if you're making a ton of money and you're being taxed at a very high tax rate, and by the way, I own like 27 different companies. Some of the companies own real estate deals. Some of the companies own uh, real estate sales companies. Some of the companies own consulting firms. Some of the companies own software companies. Some of the companies, and we're just starting a company up now, a mortgage company. So we've got all these different companies, right? Some of them get taxed as ordinary income. Some of them get taxed as real estate. But all of them come back to me. So I have this conglomerate of income. But in doing so, I've paid in massive amounts of taxes each year from all of the earned income situations. But when you take it and you conglomerate it together with the fact that I'm a real estate professional, that I spend all my time doing real estate, I don't have a job, right? I spend most of my time doing real estate and make most of my money from real estate. I am a real estate professional. And because I don't have a job, I can claim being a real estate professional. Because of all that, I can take all of my passive losses, in other words, my depreciation, from all my different real estate companies, roll it all together, and use it to offset my income. This year, that offset was over $2 million. So think about that. 
I had paid in. I'm in 42% tax bracket in many places, many companies. I pay state income taxes in multiple states. But when it all said and done, all that money I paid in, I got back over $2 million in tax refunds. Why? Not because I did my taxes wrong, but because I followed tax code and did with real estate what the U.S. government has said should be done. I just followed the law. And if the law wasn't there and they took all those things away, if Biden took it all away, then I wouldn't have those tax deductions. But would I stop doing real estate? No, because I did real estate. I made this money and I paid the taxes in anyway. I'm just getting it back because I shouldn't and didn't need to pay it. So I just covered a bunch of beliefs that I think that the middle class America believes to be true, which holds them back. So in this last segment, I'm just going to recap them in case you're just now, you know, tuning in. And the first one was that a college education, general college education is worth anything. It's not worth anything at all in my book. Uh, It doesn't allow you to become financially successful. In fact, it's so bad that right now the government is trying to get everyone to let you out of your college debt. That's because the Democrats realize these college degrees are useless, right? And that's why they don't want you to have to pay for it. Um, What is useful, though, is specialized knowledge, specific knowledge about that, which you're going to do. So if you're going to go into real estate investing, you need to have very specific knowledge to that. The next belief is that retirement is an age that you acquire the right to retire at, which it isn't. Many people are working in their 70s and 80s now. A second thing is that retirement is an amount of money that if you have a pile of money such and such this large, you can retire. But that's not true either. Those monies, those piles, they run out. And many of you can't get to the pile large enough anyway. So the reality, the truthful answer to that question is retirement is a stream of income. When your passive stream of income equal or exceeds your cost of living, you are retired. That's a belief system you have to have to ever become retired. The next one is don't ever lose money. And the fact, the belief that you can invest without losing money, that it doesn't have to be speculation. You don't have to buy something and hope it doesn't go lower or hope it goes higher. You can buy something. It will be there, always be there, and always put out income for you. So don't lose money is the next value or next belief system you have to have. The next one is there must be cash flow. Why buy any investment that doesn't pay you? Why should you pay into an investment? If I'm going to take money out of my left pocket and put it in my right pocket and call it an investment, should that investment not pay money back to my left pocket? It should. There should be money coming back to me from every investment I make. Otherwise, it's not a wise investment. And people don't see that. They put their money into stuff that they never see it again. You can see why people don't want to save money. They stick in accounts that don't pay them. But if you stuck the money in an account that paid you every month, you go, man, I can't wait for this account to get bigger. Why? Because then it will send me more money every month. So I'm excited about savings because as I save and invest correctly, I have more and more cash flow, which is the important aspect of all this, right? So there must be cash flow. The next one is you can't get rich slow. Even if you work and save and work and save and work and save, you're never going to get there. It just isn't going to work. At some point, even if you're buying cash flow assets, like when I first started buying houses, I was buying houses and I was getting cash flow. So I had about 100 houses and they were producing for me uh, about 70000 a year in cash flow, something like that. And 
I didn't have very much money in the bank. I put all my money into my houses to, to buy more houses. And so I wasn't rich. And then one day I sold off a couple of those houses that were in a group and I sold them off and boom, all of a sudden I had money. I go, ooh, that was really quick. And then I did an apartment deal and I was able to sell that and boom, make a lot more money. And all of a sudden I started realizing that capital gains, large transactions, is the only way to get rich. Now let me tell you what rich seems like to people. To have expensive toys like cars, boats, planes, houses, and have a million dollars worth of stuff, some people would call being a millionaire. But they've got a million dollars worth of debt that hangs with it. The next level was having $2 million worth of assets and a million dollars worth of debt and having a million dollar net worth. That was then a claim to be a millionaire. The next deal was to actually make a million dollars in a one-year period of time. And that was a millionaire. The next deal was to actually have a million dollars cash in the bank, sitting there with nothing to do. That was a cash millionaire. The next thing was to make a million dollars in a single transaction, to walk away from a title company with a million dollar plus check. And that was a millionaire. Interestingly enough, there's nothing past millionaire. I've argued about this forever. There should be something like a decamillionaire or a quadro billionaire or a quad of a bill or whatever. But there's it. There's a million and 10 million, then 100 million. It takes a thousand million to be a billion, which really makes you realize that a million is not that much. Because you really can't brag much once you've made a million. Even if you're making a million in transaction, you're still nowhere near being a billionaire. So as you round out your net worth to 20 million to 50 million to your first hundred million dollars worth of net worth, you just start to become aware that all that stuff you did really was very little compared to what some people do. And then you realize you can't get rich slow. You got to move to get rich. At some point, it hits you. It's really not about the money. It's about the lifestyle. Once you have the lifestyle you want, then the money becomes a game of monopoly. At least that's what happened to me. It's spreadsheets that I track it and see how I'm doing. How many green houses do I have? How many red hotels do I own? Am I winning the game? It becomes a giant game at some point. Now, for you at the bottom, they're starving can't pay your bills not much of a game i can guarantee you i've been there and i've done that and if you ask me which was better i'll tell you being successful financially successful is way better than being broke so you have to make a choice do you want to be poor do you want to be middle class do you want to be rich it's your choice Pick up the beliefs that will get you there. And remember, in my life, it's not money, it's a lifestyle. Have a wonderful day.
Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.